0: SFM S-F-
1: Sports Six thirty on SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Hello and welcome to the Thursday edition of SFM Sports Wrap. This is the PSL Radio Show, Segun We're going to be talking uh, local football, domestic football in the uh, Premier Soccer League. As uh, we head into a big week, where uh, Nedbank Cup is going to be starting, we've got four PSL teams campaigning in the CAF Confederation Cup, and indeed we've got uh, some. Uh, intriguing action, certainly, in the uh, previous Soccer League. Midweek fixtures for uh, Kaiser Chiefs in particular. One all-draw against Pulaguayne City. And then uh, points, indeed, for uh, Maritzburg United. Seemed to just slip away last night. We're going to be focusing on that match as well as we chat to both uh, Maritzburg United and Bitbisfit's players. Uh, Mamelodi Sundowns beating Black Aces 2-1 and Dykes Cape Town. Losing out in added time to uh, Free State Stars. Uh, Mahola scoring the late goal... It, uh, it's Global Park Stadium in uh, Bethlehem, but uh, loads happening on the uh, PSL stage. We'll look forward as well to uh, what is happening over the weekend. But, uh, oh man, how's this for a feel-good story eventually? The Nigerian squad that won the uh, first ever FIFA under-16 World Cup back uh, 30 years ago have finally been given the money by... <laughs> <laughs> that they were promised after winning the tournament in, in 1985. The, the Nigerian president currently, Mohamed Buhari, is actually, he was the military head of state back in 1985 when they won the tournament. They were promised all sorts of, um financial incentives. They were, were, were promised a uh, central ba- uh, bank stock. They were promised scholarships. They were promised houses and various other incentives. It was never delivered upon. But apparently today, Those incentives have been dished out to the players some 30 years on. I think it's remarkable, but in a sense, a feel-good story, but uh, there are many aspects you could read into this one. But finally it has come. Imagine being one of those players that 30 years on finally gets this unexpected surprise when surely by now. You would have written it off as something that was never going to happen. But uh, of course, Under-16 World Cup no longer ex- exists. It was changed uh, to the Under-17 World Cup in '91, and Nigeria won it uh, in fact uh, recently, three times 2007, 2013, and last year, but they won it for the first time back in 1993. That said, uh, mention what's coming up on the show today, but let's uh, get into it with some uh, sports news for you, starting off with football news. South Africa's Tokyo Sihwale insisting that he's staying in the race for the FIFA presidency despite doubts over his campaign. Campaign. The 62-year-old Zahuali described himself as a fighter and deserts people to listen when he addresses the FIFA Congress tomorrow. Zahuali's uh, low-key campaign has been criticised in South Africa and the Confederation of African Football has called on its members to back Sheikh Salman bin Ibrahim Al-Khalifa. Meanwhile, o- Orlando Pirates captain Opa Manisa is eyeing a return to the pitch soon as he continues to make good progress with his rehabilitation. The Bafana Bafana midfielder has been missing from action for the back since September after suffering a fractured ankle in his side's goalless league draw against Pulagwane City. The Pirates rehab specialist Stephen Plummer has revealed that the 27-year-old is ahead of his rehab schedule and should be back in training with the Bucks first team imminently. For the revealed select fixtures from uh, tonight's Europa League ties, Athletic Bilbao hold a 1-0 aggregate lead over Marseille heading into the second leg by Leverkusen hosts Sporting uh, with 1-0 uh, ahead on aggregates. Liverpool will be looking for a win against uh, FC Augsburg after a goalless opening leg. Uh, Borussia Dortmund take a 2-0 lead to FC Porto. Man United look to overturn a 2-1 deficit against FC Michelin and Tottenham are 1-1 in aggregate heading into their second leg against Fiorentina Uh, Let's focus now on a little bit of cricket Some uh, interesting news is that Pakistan have given permission to the country's cricket team to play next month's World T10T World Cup in India after fears that they might withdraw due to alleged security threats. Uh, the Pakistan Cricket Board Chairperson Sharia Khan earlier this month raising doubts over the team's participation, saying there were specific threats from Hindu activists who forced the cancellation of a meeting between cricket officials from both countries in Mumbai last October. But the PCB announced today it had received the green light after seeking extra security measures. Meanwhile, I can tell you that uh, United Damar Emirates uh, 87 for 5 they are from 16.3 overs. That means uh, they're in reply to Sri Lanka's 129 for eight. This is the second match of the Asia Cup at the Sherabunga National Stadium in Mirpur. That means uh, UAE need another 45 runs with three wickets remaining, Uh 12, 21 balls, so... Maybe just a stretch too far. Not enough wickets in hand. Rugby news. Uh, Springboks' Brian Havana and Ryan Kankowski are two of seven changes in the Springboks' seven squad for 13 for the uh, next two rounds of the HSBC World Rugby 7 Series in North America. Havana is released by his French club Toulon to play in the next two rounds of the series while Kankowski joined the squad on a full-time basis at the conclusion of the Japanese club season. Skipper Carl Brown, Cecil Africa, Bronco Dupria, Justin Cadult and the versatile Ruan Nel all return to the squad, though. The Las Vegas tournament takes place from March 4th to the 6th and will be followed by the inaugural event in Vancouver, Canada the following weekend. Meanwhile, the new expanded Super Rugby tournament kicks off at 8.35 tomorrow morning as the Blues host the reigning champions for Highlanders in Auckland. Match number two sees the Brumbies play the Hurricanes in Canberra at quarter to 11, while the first South African team in action is the Cheaters, who host the Argentinian newcomers the Jaguars in Bloemfontein at 7pm. Same with rugby, Peter Steph de Toi, Yano from Mark, both will earn their first Super Rugby caps for the Stormers in the clash with the Bulls at Newlands on Saturday. Lock de Toy and Scrum off from Mark take their place in the starting lineup for the blockbuster opening match while experienced prop... Uh, J.C. Janssen van Rensburg is also in line to make his his, uh, Super Rugby debut should he take to the field from the bench. Excuse me, Juan Dion will lead the t- team from inside centre, while his fellow co-captain, Franz Malhaber, is set to make an impact off the bench as he works his way back from an ankle injury. Meanwhile, Beast Tararira uh, has been named as Sharks' captain for the Super Rugby opener against the Kings in Port Elizabeth on Saturday in the absence of the injured Patrick Lambie. And finally, some golf news. American Peter Uline carded a 7-under past 65 to lead after the first round of the European and Asian Tour co-sanctioned Perth International uh, earlier today. That's your sports news. It's time for the PSL Radio Show for all you need to know about the Premier Soccer League fixtures, results, and all the latest news. Proudly brought to you by Absa. Today, tomorrow, together. PSL Radio Show. No Yes, from South Africa's news and information leader. Now, uh, Manusberg United have been, uh, a little up and down so far this season, you might argue, but, uh, they beat Bloomfield Celtic 1-0 in an Apsa Premiership match, uh, away from home over the weekend, but then lost to Budvistvitz 2-1 last night in heartbreaking fashion as well. But one of the star performers this season, though, has been, uh, Pilani Zulu. I'm delighted to say he's on the line. Pilani, thanks for joining us. Hello. Right, my pleasure,
0: Tony. It's my pleasure.
1: Uh, how devastating was last night's match, having had as many chances as you, as you had to win it near the end, and then seeing Vets snatch it in and out of time
0: I mean like the party has been beating itself with the team, I mean even the Kaiser Kiss game, the same same thing happened with mm-hmm. the Polwanis City, the same thing happened, three state stars game same thing happened. It just happened to like concede a goal in the final minute, and, and that's very frustrating because they give it up this at least to come up with a point out of the game that's better than coming out with nothing
1: yeah it just it just seemed like uh, it, it really was I suppose it's it's little individual areas at times that seem to be costing you throughout the season but can I go back to that previous game that that victory over Bloemfontein Celtic things seemed like they were going right how great a relief was it to actually get that win
0: yeah it was a very very good relief I mean you have been fighting and trying to get a win that would just break us into many more wins. And the Celtic game was a well-fought game. I mean, everybody played according to instructions. And the, and we played well as a team. And we got that chance and we buried it. And we came back with a with three points and a clean sheet. And that was very, very good. And we were looking forward to the fifth game with the same mentality. And we had a lot of chances missed. And they got a few chances and then they, they scored.
1: Pilani, as a, as a player, is it all the more disappointing... To be playing some decent football Which you are at the moment And just not getting those results It's
0: very frustrating I mean everyone has been telling us That we don't deserve to be where we are Because we're playing very very good football Mm. And it's very frustrating Because we're trying all our best We do everything But I don't know if it's a matter of luck Or I don't know But we just keep on trying We won't give up We keep on
1: trying well, this is the point. I mean, you guys have, I mean, you you scored in 11 consecutive games. Uh, you, do you know how few teams score in 11 consecutive games? Which is, which is pretty remarkable, but it's the odd mistake at the back, I suppose, that, that ends up uh, costing you the, the, the results. So, I mean, you can look at so many positives to come out of your performances so far, but, you know, you're still bottom of the log, uh, but you are within striking distance now of Amatux, but does the fact that you've played all the top teams Twice already this season. In other words, no more Chiefs, Sundowns, Pirates, etc. Does that give you greater opportunity, do you feel, to find some winning momentum now?
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a very, very good thing. I mean, you play the big teams, and I can't say they've played us. We played, like, on average with them and almost beat most of the teams. And going to uh, what, you, what they so called smaller teams, we go with that. Mentality that if we can compare ourselves to big teams and almost beat them, then the teams are now level will have to fight. We'll have to fight until the end because there's a possibility that you just might beat them if you put up the same performance.
1: Yeah, you got Amatex game coming up pretty fairly soon, and uh, if things sort of remain the same as it were in your log standings, even if they do win a couple of games be- before then, that could turn out to be a, a real decider for you guys. But um you know, keeping a clean sheet in the game against Bloemfontein Celtic, that must have been one of the biggest positives, though, that you you guys took out of that match, surely.
0: Yeah, it was the biggest positive ever, because I think that it's been a long time since we've kept a clean sheet as a team, and coming out with three points in an away game, plus a clean sheet, that that is a very good positive. That was the motivation for us to go into the Vets game with our heads up high.
1: Pilani, uh look, we, we know that uh, the team has actually been working with a, a sports psychologist. Has, has the experience been uh, a positive one? Has it been something that you feel is giving you reward out on the pitch? He's
0: been very helpful, I must say. I don't want to lie. Cause he, he told us something and he showed us uh, like way to deal with problems on and off the, off the field, which we didn't and we couldn't see. And he just enlightened us into some stuff that we, we, we had in front of us but couldn't see all along. I mean, it's very helpful. It's very helpful. What,
1: what sort of things does he, does he does he focus on specifically? I mean, so so you're saying that he takes an, a holistic approach rather than just dealing with sports-specific on-the-pitch things.
0: He deals with the mind and the way we think and the way one motivates themselves. I mean, that counts a lot in the match because if you can go into the match with your head down that won't do you any good but if you go there self-motivated you give it your best give it your best
1: ok well you you look now at the the English Premier League in, in England you see a side like Leicester City who were bottom of the log in England with 7 games to go last season they're top of the log now do you feel inspired by that team?
0: yeah that's a very inspiring team I mean who would have expected them to be at the top <laughs> of the log and fighting to win the league it's possible. Everything is possible. It's possible. Thanks.
1: Let's talk about the influence of Ernst Biddendorp. Uh, a lot of people have given him credit, certainly for the fact that you are scoring as regularly as you are, and certainly scoring hasn't been a problem for you since since he's arrived. Um, but, you know, what has he brought to the to the side? He's brought a different dimension. I
0: mean, which works for each and every player. I mean, everyone can play exactly according to his instructions and he likes quick football and that's helping us a lot as a team because we're scoring now only team we need to improve is our defense as a unit and as a team because his way of playing his style of play, is really working for the team
1: I've, I've got to ask you on a personal level before we go uh, you've shown your ability as both uh, somebody you can defend and somebody you can attack do you prefer playing left back or left wing?
0: Hey, Now I'm confused myself because I'm <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of blending in and enjoying playing left-back. And I thought that would be my permanent position. But when Coach came back, he put me in the position where he first started playing me. And now I'm enjoying it again because I'm more effective going forward. And I'm helping with defending. So I'm not sure which one I prefer right now.
1: Well, as long as you're enjoying your football, Pelari, I suppose that's the the ultimate to uh, to being a professional footballer. As long as you enjoy it. But listen, uh, you're having a, a, a decent season so far. Keep up the good work. I think you're heading in the right direction. And best of luck certainly in the first round of the Ned Bank Cup and against Arrows in your next league game.
0: Ah, uh, thanks a lot, Dave.
1: Well, staying with that game, Bitvest Wits uh, making hard work in Peter Maritzburg, but snatching that added time winner over Maritzburg United. We've got one of the stars for uh, Bitvest Wits in recent matches, Fiesel Schlanty on the line. Fiesel, thanks for joining us. Uh, hello.
2: Oh, was it, man? Uh,
1: congratulations, I suppose, on the win, and indeed uh, th- that superb cross that led to James Keane's winner, but the way it looked at the final whistle was like Vitz had just finished their most, or their, their, their most difficult match of the season.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, firstly, i like to thank the opportunity for you guys to found me. Uh, towards the game that uh, we played yesterday, it was a, a crucial game for us because, you know, to play against underdogs, they, they, they give it all. You know, they throw everything. So that's what made us, we as Peter players, that uh, we need to, to make things happen. And come with a positive attitude in the camp, so that's what we did. And uh, we managed to get trick point, although it was difficult.
1: Yeah. You know? yeah. It looked to me, but uh, can I just ask, before we get into anything else, there's news coming through today that the club, Bitwistbitz, are set to offer you a, a permanent contract after your very impressive display so far since joining on loan from Zulu. Can you give us any details as to whether or not you've received an offer yet?
2: No, at the moment I haven't received anything like that but you know, me as a player I will be hit if I get something like that but for now I haven't received anything
1: Just on the point of your performances though I mean, uh, aside from that wonderful assist last night for the, the winning goal how do you feel about your own form? I mean, was it against Arrows where you scored the winner as well? I mean, you've been playing some inspired football <laughs>
2: No, I mean, I think the most important thing in this kind of situation you know, I am right now you know, uh, firstly, uh, I have to thank the coach because uh, it's been two months I was not in a field of play, you know. So since I've joined VED, uh, I've been doing well and trying by all means to make things happen for the team as well for me as a player, you know. So I'm not in my best, but I'm trying to do everything right. So well, uh, I'm happy for now.
1: What's it like working with Gavin Hunt? Sorry? What's it like working with Gavin Hunt?
2: <laughs> no, he always uh, encouraging me as a player that he, he knows that I'm capable of making things happen. So I mustn't put myself under pressure. I just need to play uh, uh, simple football. That's how it is. Is that
1: is that the philosophy though of the of, of the club at the moment? Because. Then Clayt's not doing fancy things, but he's doing very effective things out on the pitch. Uh, you look at uh, a couple of youngsters, uh, Jang Ase, uh, um, certainly uh, Machlambi. They, they're not doing overly fancy things, but the, the results are looking, by and large, very positive. Is that is that the, the sort of philosophy that you of the club that you've joined?
2: I think uh, that's the philosophy of the team, you know. And uh, I think even the team, that's what it's looking for. To the players, so each and every one in the field of play, we have the same character of that team. We need to fight from the beginning of the the, the game until to the end. So that's what gave us more e- effective in the game and fight for everything. So I think that's how it is.
1: Before we look ahead, uh, it is Dane Clay's birthday today. Have you, have you guys done anything for him, like uh, a cake, or, or even pull a prank on him, or was his goal last night good enough? <laughs>
2: no man i think uh from yesterday what uh, i did uh, on the first call, it's called uh, a great call, you know with the head so after that uh when we when we wake up in the morning today uh we we were shocked uh, we were surprised that Dan is better today so we were singing for him and uh, in the in the breakfast in the morning you know so it was Something good for him as a player, and uh, we as players that we support one another.
1: Okay, yeah. Before catching the flight back, T- talking of support, though, we-, we we heard the news coming through as well. The Pakamani Mchlambe is going to be out for nine months with that anterior cruciate ligament tear, and it's just it's heartbreaking at the moment because we know he was set to be part of our Degama's squad that would go to the Olympic Games. I mean, what- what's what's he been like after the uh, after the injury?
2: No, you know, I mean, uh, for him as a young player. I think it it gave him a tough time, you know, because he, he was looking forward to make things happen for himself as well as for the team, you know, throughout to the national team. But now ever since he got injured, you know, it's a difficult time for him. But we as players we there for him and we we encourage him that uh, he can get better soon as possible. Yeah. You know, although it's not easy.
1: Yeah, when you go through those injuries, I suppose you need that uh, support and encouragement from those around you and those closest to you. Let's let's look ahead, though. I mean, you've got the CAF Confederation Cup match against Lightstars of uh, the Seychelles this weekend. Should be easy enough, I suppose, to close out a three-nil a lead. But Vitz last season threw away a three-nil lead in uh, in Swaziland, so, uh, so <laughs> I don't suppose the the, uh, the the mindset going into the weekend's tie is is, is taking it too lightly.
2: I don't think so, man. It does that, uh, I think we as players, we, we have a good character, you know, and uh, we, we respond very well in every single game, you know. So this coming game, uh, we're not gonna take it easy. Uh, it's gonna be a difficult game, you know, if you play against those African teams, they give it all, they call out. So we are ready for that, you know. So we try by all means to try and capitalising on every single
1: moment that you get. Uh, Talking about capitalising on every single moment that you get, you're seven points off Mamalodi Sundown to the top of the log. You're still second <laughs> in the log. I'm going to ask you as a player, do you believe Fitz can go on and win this?
2: In this kind of situation, where we are, where we are at, the, at the moment, I think we as people, we don't want to put ourselves under pressure. You know, As long as we keep on going and collect three points, each and every game, it's, it's going to help us. Anything can happen, you know, because it doesn't mean that uh, the log leaders, they they are above us with seven points. Now we need to be desperate. So we come and we know very well that we need to make things happen for ourselves. We mustn't be worried about other teams.
1: Yeah, so a- I
2: think uh, that's what's going to make us go through.
1: I know Kevin Hunt's philosophy in that regard is take it game uh, game for game and also focus on your own game rather than worry about those around you. But, uh, Svito, listen, uh, you're playing some great football at the moment. Great to see you playing again. And uh, best of luck as you try to close out the CAFCON Federation Cup tie as you continue in the league and, indeed, as you start the Nedbank Cup against uh, Bloemfontein Celtic uh, on Friday.
2: No, man, thanks a lot. Uh, I'm looking forward to my career now and uh, thanks for an opportunity
3: Dwayne DeLocca on it's SAFM, it's okay. SAFM.
1: Eight and a half minutes to seven on SFM. South Africa's news and information leader. Let's talk about Kaiser Chiefs now. They missed a big opportunity to uh, not only move to second spot in the EFSA Premiership standings uh, on Tuesday, but also to close the gap between themselves and log leaders, Mamalodi Sundowns, which at the time would have been to five points. As follows their uh, one-all draw against Pulagwani City at uh, F&B Stadium on Tuesday, having missed a number of chances in the second half. City drew first blood when Tuanim or scored his ninth goal of the season from a free kick in the 31st minute, but five minutes later... Mulunga Matoho replied with a header from a corner for his seventh goal in all competitions this season. Bulagwani City goalkeeper George Chigova walked away with man of the match award after denying Chiefs the winning goal on numerous occasions.
3: Apart to what we did in the second half, we tried in the first half, uh, looking at how the opponent was structured. They were playing more of an overloaded game in the midfield. Uh, Maluleka stayed inside, Jacob stayed inside, Alexander Kohl was also there, Mutumi there. Uh, it gave you a sense of a team that played without width, and we had to think how do we then deal with that. And second half, we, we came up with a solution to that, and it got better. And the number of chances we had as well, I thought compliments would go to the goalkeeper, yes, man of the match, but we, 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 made, it, we made it easy for him by... Not being composed enough, there's quite a number of chances that we had, even inside the small box, that I thought we were just unlikely to convert. And whether it's unlikely or not, the bag of results that we wanted so desperately, you get away with a draw, it's it's, it's not a nice feeling.
1: The uh, views of Steve Compella, the Kansas Chiefs coach. But this was the Chiefs' ninth draw of the season, and the two points dropped season remained third on 39 points overall. 2011-2012 season was the last time Steve Compella came close to challenging for the league title, but eventually finished sixth on the log, 10 points behind the then league champions Orlando Pirates. But after last night's uh, or Tuesday night's result, Campbell is aware that uh, the chances of defending uh, Chiefs league title are becoming slimmer and slimmer.
3: Without reference to the past, it was three stars when we finished position four. There was 12 points that had some flags on it. It uh, could have been otherwise, but then you don't look back to that. With regards to how we approach it, we take it one 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 game at a time. And the whole cry is that you are the current champions. You have to defend it, but you take it one match at a time. That's how we look at it.
1: Well the draw came as a huge relief for City who came into this game having lost their past three league matches and conceding eight goals in the process. But in this game it was the Zimbabwean international goalkeeper George Chigova who stood between the three points and Chiefs making no less than six saves on goal bound efforts. City coach uh, Julio Leal also sounded like a relieved man after the game.
4: We came from three successive defeats, two at home, what was not happened since long ago and one away. It was a Difficult match for us, especially because Kaiser Schiff, the team of Coach Compella, was doing very well in this recent pass. But we did a good plan. It worked better in the first part of the game. We scored first, and it was a shame having the ball. And one of the points that we are good, and we have improved, is the ball possession. We gave the ball away and conceded the goal immediately after having scored that big and good team, that kind of chief is. In the second half, really the approach uh, Coach Compella gave it to the team was very offensive, made us work very hard, stretched us the maximum in the and depth, but we survived working, not giving up from the counter-attack, to, from the organized attack, the ball possession, that is one way to relieve the pressure of such a good opponent like Kazeshief.
1: The results see City not entirely safe from being drawn into the relegation dogfight. They sit 13th now, 22 points. But they're also just four points outside the top eight with nine games to go. The Brazilian-born coach values the uh, point that was stolen at the Calabash on Tuesday.
4: It was, was one third good, the result. We didn't come for one point. We came for the two points because we needed it. We needed Successive points to be that close to the top eight again. We have been several times one step away from the top seven, top eight, and we haven't put our step there. We came a little bit with this defeat, the defeat backwards, and we are intended to go back. Now remaining five games, being five, nine games, being five at home, four away, and we hope this performance not the result, but the performance, the capacity to survive and to score in goals away. It is uh, important to give us the boost, the final boost for the 90 remaining games of the league.
1: Well, After 90 minutes of uh, action, Chigova's numerous saves and Cole Alexander clearing Lorenzo Gordinho's goal-bound header off the goal line in the final minute. There was no winner in this game, but Kompela uh, has to be commended for a good tactical move that saw him substituting his left-back Tepo Masilela for winger William Twala. It was a move that the 48-year-old says was necessitated by their desire to get the winning goal.
3: Shaba, we've never been cowards because the opposite of cowardice is bravery. And it was just to be sensible and be relevant with the match. If I were to, because I don't want to go deeper, lest I give away how the coach works and I don't think it is quite tasteful to be going deeper, because after this, these mics go out and he has the next match to play, but one would say, by virtue of them playing in a narrow midfield, the fourth last night in the midfield, when you have four defenders and they had two strikers, when you have four defenders, they are wasted. They are wasted and their game is in the midfield and you don't want them to, to have the comfort to play. So one of the logical decisions any coach would make was to go the way we did and it worked. One thing that as he said earlier on and I'll just repeat what he said, which I think he will acknowledge, we, we, we stretched, we covered the field well, put Shaba wider, said Takama stretch even further, and we had about two number tens and also had karma. And it gave us both depth and width which are the principles of attack, which is why then they started to, but then we had to reshape the midfield, because even if you do that, and then you expose the two central midfielders, then your center backs are exposed, because they're playing two strikers anyway. So you still have to have the comfort of having cover in defense, and also have screeners in front. So we screened with two, and applied the right principles of attack going forward. I think that was it.
1: It's Radio Show. Show. let So, uh, leading up to the top of the hour, I can just tell you that following Sundown's win last night, they were uh, now 10 points clear atop the uh, absolute premiership standings of um, uh, third-place Kaiser Chiefs. But, but this, this, uh picking up the victory over Maritzburg United, means they are uh, second place alone on 42 points. they so seven points behind Mamalodi Sundown. Certainly seven points is not an enormous gap. Black Aces on uh, 36 points, but fifth-place Platinum Stars, they've got two games in hand, and they're on 34 points. If they win both those games in hand, they find themselves the third place uh, on 40 points. Points and just uh, nine off the pace of Mamalodi Sundowns. I can tell you though that uh, South Africa's FIFA presidential candidate uh, Thokozile H- Sihlahle has just addressed the uh, UEFA Congress uh, ahead of the uh, mainline vote tomorrow, the FIFA election tomorrow. But he's he's basically uh, p- proposed himself as the face of transformation of FIFA, and he's certainly been pounding along the lines of good corporate governance. And I think that uh, that is something that is needed in uh, a, a a new look FIFA, as it were. And basically saying that FIFA at the moment is not. Not transparent in any regard. Ultimately, though, it will be decided tomorrow. No doubt Brad Brown tomorrow between 6.30 and 7 o'clock will uh, cover some of that. Also be talking about the new look, Super Rugby. That's got to be a great talking point for the weekend. So lots of sports news to look forward to tomorrow. That's all we've got time for tonight. Now, Lady Malo is up next after the uh, news with the talk shop and more sports on AM Live tomorrow morning with Janet Whitten. From the team tonight, though, producer Siobhan Chetty and me, Dwayne DeLocca. Have a lovely evening. Cheers. It's 7 o'clock.